Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. If your confidence is based on your performance, you're going to always be insecure. You'll be unsure of yourself because your next performance outcome is never guaranteed. Even Michael Jordan would occasionally miss the final shot with the game on the line, but his identity was not tied to whether or not he made that shot. And because he was secure and believed in himself apart from what he did or did not do, he could be fearless in taking that shot. Every ounce of doubt and insecurity breeds apprehension and indecision. It erodes our effectiveness and actually hinders our performance. Stop letting your do define your who. Turn that around. Get clear and comfortable with who you are and what you have to offer. Come to believe in yourself apart from what you do. See, it's not that our performance determines our value, but rather understanding and believing in our value will actually drive superior performance. Have a great day. The man you were just listening to is Mr. Ron Minatreya. He's a leadership consultant who posts interesting videos on TikTok about the mindset of the world's best leaders. But today, instead of leadership, we're talking about self-belief and confidence. All of us have struggled with self-confidence at one point or another. And many times it's because we confuse what we do with who we are. And I can speak from experience and say that a simple change in the way you think about confidence can make a huge difference in how confident you feel. Understanding that what you put into something is a hundred times more important than what you get out of it will do a lot for your self-esteem. But before I get ahead of myself, let's go all the way back to the beginning of that clip so I can explain all the nouns, verbs, and adjectives to you, my friend. All right, let's do it. If your confidence is based on your performance, you're going to always be insecure. If your confidence is based on your performance, you're always going to be insecure. And so based on, in this case, just 
It's indicating that something is founded or developed on a particular principle, idea, or source. In this case, we're talking about the source. So if the source of your confidence is your performance, and just maybe you don't know what performance means, the word performance describes the action or process of completing a task or a function, especially to achieve a particular outcome or result that you desire. Okay, so maybe you are a singer or a dancer or something like that, and you have a live show. When you go out on stage and you dance from start to finish, that entire period in time, let's say, is your performance. It's the way you dance, the way you complete that task, the way you show your skills, all of that is a performance. It's basically how well or how poorly you do when performing this task. That's really what it means. So if the source of your confidence is the way you perform or the performance itself, you are always going to be insecure. You are always going to be feeling uncertain or lacking confidence about yourself or the things you do. You see what I'm saying? So it's a bad idea to base your confidence solely on your performance. That's the idea. All right, let's continue. Actually, I'm going to go back a few seconds and we'll continue. If your confidence is based on your performance, you're going to always be insecure. You'll be unsure of yourself. You'll be unsure of yourself. And maybe when I say it slower like that, you already understand exactly what it means. But unsure is just the opposite of sure. It's similar to insecure. So if you are sure of yourself, you're confident. If you're unsure of yourself, you're insecure. Okay? All right, let's continue. Because your next performance outcome is never guaranteed. Even Michael Jordan would occasionally miss the final shot with the game on the line. Even Michael Jordan would occasionally miss the final shot with the game on the line. So if something is on the line, it means that it is at risk or in a vulnerable position. Usually in a situation where the outcome is uncertain, or significant consequences are at stake. That's more like a dictionary definition. So if you think about like the championship basketball game, the score is 105 to 105 or something like that. Or let's say 105 to 107, perfect. And it's the Bulls against the Lakers. The Lakers got 107 points, the Bulls got 105. Michael Jordan with three seconds left is standing at the three point line and he has Three seconds to hit the final shot and win the game by one point. That means the game is on the line. He is at risk of losing the entire game, the entire championship with this one shot. The game is on the line. It's at risk. It's vulnerable, right? The victory is vulnerable. He has a, he has a real chance of losing it. So even Michael Jordan missed the final shot with the game on the line at times. And this is one of the best players to ever play professionally. But even he, sometimes with all the pressure on his back to win the game for the team, for the fucking city, he would miss that shot. Even Michael Jordan. So that's the idea. All right, let's continue. Even Michael Jordan would occasionally miss the final shot with the game on the line. But his identity was not tied to whether or not he made that shot. His identity was not tied to whether or not he made that shot. So if something is tied to something else, it just means connected or linked 
to something else or associated with something else or dependent on something else. So basically, let me go back to the exact words. But his identity was not tied to whether or not he made that shot. So let me actually just play the entire sentence again. Here we go. Even Michael Jordan would occasionally miss the final shot with the game on the line. But his identity was not tied to whether or not he made that shot. So even Michael Jordan would miss the final shot of the game. The entire game on the line. He would miss that shot. But his identity was not dependent or connected to or linked to whether or not he made that shot. Meaning, even though he missed the game winner. The game-winning shot in the championship. He didn't let that determine what his identity was. He was still one of the best players in the league, even though he missed the final shot with the game on the line. Because his identity, the way he saw himself and thought of himself, was not dependent on whether or not he made that shot. That's the idea. All right, let me go back a few seconds, and we'll continue. Final shot with the game on the line. But his identity was not tied to whether or not he made that shot. And because he was secure and believed in himself, apart from what he did or did not do, he could be fearless in taking that shot. Every ounce of doubt and insecurity breeds apprehension and indecision. All right, there's a few things to explain here. Four, to be exact. Every ounce of doubt and insecurity breeds apprehension and indecision. That's a beautiful sentence. I don't know. I just like the way it sounds. Every ounce of doubt and insecurity. Now I can't say it. Shit. (laughs) Every ounce of doubt and insecurity breeds apprehension and indecision. I don't know why. It just rolls off the tongue. Anyway, every ounce of. This phrase literally just means every bit of or every, every piece of the entire thing. All of. It's just another way of saying every little bit of something. So every ounce of doubt and insecurity, every little bit of doubt and insecurity breeds apprehension and indecision. So in this case, the word breed, B-R-E-E-D, is a verb. We're using it as a verb. And it just means if something breeds apprehension and indecision, it means it produces apprehension and indecision. It gives rise to apprehension, right? It causes the development or the occurrence of apprehension and indecision. So every ounce of doubt and insecurity causes or creates or produces or gives rise to apprehension and indecision. And just in case you don't know, apprehension is like anxiety or fear that something unpleasant could happen. You know, you're kind of worried or nervous or anxious that something bad is going to happen. And indecision is just the in the inability or the lack of the ability to make a decision. So every little bit of doubt and insecurity causes you to feel apprehensive, anxious, nervous and indecisive. You're incapable of making decisions confidently when you're doubting yourself all the time, when you're feeling that insecurity. All right, let me go back a few seconds. And we'll continue. Every ounce of doubt and insecurity breeds apprehension and indecision. It erodes our effectiveness and actually hinders our performance. All right. Two words I want to explain. Erodes and hinders. These are more advanced words, but they're very useful. So 
Again, every ounce of doubt and insecurity breeds apprehension and indecision. You should know exactly what that means now. And then he goes on to say it erodes our effectiveness. So to erode basically means to gradually diminish, to gradually weaken or to gradually destroy something. And the first thing that comes to mind when I hear this verb, every time I hear this verb, I don't know why, but I always think of what happens on the coastline. So if you think about not necessarily the beach, but if you've ever gone to see the ocean and you're not standing on the beach where the sand is, maybe you're standing on a cliff where it's more like rock formations, it's not necessarily sand. Over time, what happens, and I could be wrong, I'm not an ecologist or a geologist. I don't even know who studies this stuff. I think it's geologist. I'm not sure. But basically what happens is over time, wave after wave from the ocean, again and again, crashes on or crashes or collides with the land. And little by little, every time a wave hits the the earth, let's say that cliff, that rock wall, it erodes or gradually diminishes or weakens that piece of rock. So slowly but surely, little tiny pieces of rock are falling off of the earth and into the ocean. So there's less and less earth to stand on. This probably isn't the best explanation, but hopefully you can visualize what I'm saying. The ocean is just constantly crashing against the earth. And that water crashing against the earth like that is causing the earth to slowly diminish and fall into tiny little pieces into the ocean, which is why every year, every decade, the coastline moves back further and further and further, which is like really interesting to think about. If you think about like Southern California, for example, those houses on um, not on the beach, but basically on literally on the coast, like the person's backyard is the ocean and there's nothing else. At a certain point, like the house is going to fall into the ocean because year after year, the ocean erodes or gradually diminishes the earth on top of which the house is, is sitting. You know what I'm saying? But anyway, I don't want to get too far off subject. That's what it means to erode. So then the next word was hinder. He said it erodes our effectiveness and actually hinders our performance. So to hinder basically means to create obstacles or difficulties or to prevent something from happening or to slow down the progress of something. So if we bring it back to the, in the main context, the, the greater idea, every ounce of doubt and insecurity breeds apprehension and indecision and it erodes your effectiveness and hinders your performance. It slowly makes you less and less effective, and it actually slows down your growth and your performance. It makes it more difficult to grow and perform better. I really hope that makes sense. So I'm going to go back a couple seconds, play it all again, and we'll continue. Every ounce of doubt and insecurity breeds apprehension and indecision. It erodes our effectiveness and actually hinders our performance. Stop letting your do define your who. Man, there's so, so much to learn in this short clip, man. This is a really good clip. He says, stop letting your do define your who. Taken literally, that makes absolutely no fucking sense. But what he means to say, at least the way I interpret his words, is stop letting what you do define who you are. Stop letting your do, the things you do, define your who, 
who you are. Okay, let me play it again. Actually hinders our performance. Stop letting your do define your who. Stop letting your do define your who. That's got a nice ring to it, don't it? Stop letting your do define your who. God damn it. Stop letting your do define your who. I don't know why. I like the way that's <laughs> I like the way that sounds. Stop letting your do define your who. Stop letting what you do define who you are. Okay? That's the main idea. So, let me go back a couple seconds. Let me play it again. Stop letting your do define your who. And we'll continue. Performance. Stop letting your do define your who. Turn that around. Turn that around. Stop letting your do define your who. Man, I'm going to say that like a thousand more times before the end of this episode. Stop letting your do define your who. Turn that around. Turn that around. Not necessarily in the literal sense. More in the figurative sense. When he says turn that around, he's basically saying reverse that negative way of thinking, right? Turn around and go in the other direction. Instead of negativity, instead of pessimism and insecurity and doubt, go in the other direction. Confidence and, and self-assurance and self-belief, right? Turn that around. Walk in the other direction. Walk in the direction of positivity, of growth. You know what I'm saying? That's what he means when he says turn that around. Stop letting your do define your who. Instead, do the opposite. Do something different. Turn that around. Go in a different direction, all right? Cool. Let's continue. Stop letting your do define your who. Stop letting your do define your who. Turn that around. Get clear and comfortable with who you are and what you have to offer. Come to believe in yourself apart from what you do. See, it's not that our performance determines our value but rather understanding and believing in our value will actually drive superior performance. Okay, two simple words I want to explain in this relatively long sentence, but they're important words. So he says, it's not our performance. No, let me see. I said it wrong. It's not that our performance determines our value, but rather understanding and believing in our value will actually drive superior performance. So the word rather in this case is used to indicate a preference or choice. It's another way, like in this case, it's basically like saying instead. So it's not that our performance determ determines our value, but instead, understanding and believing in our value will actually drive superior performance. So it's not this, but rather that. And it is a relatively formal word to say. It's a little bit more advanced. You're probably not going to hear that in the streets or at like a, a party or a bar or some shit like that. I don't know. But it is a common thing to say, just depending on the social circle, your level of education, your culture, where you grew up, you will hear this word from time to time, definitely. But in super informal, casual situations, you might not, you might not hear that word so much. And you can also say instead, right? So it's not that our performance determines our value, but instead, understanding and believing in our value will actually drive superior performance. And the word drive in this case, we're not talking about a car or any other vehicle, to drive something basically means to compel something or to motivate someone to act or think in a particular way, to cause something to happen. It is the source or the motivation for this thing that's happening. You see what I'm saying? So it's understanding and believing in our value that compels us to perform at a higher level. 
that's what drives the superior performance. That is what compels or, let's say, enables that superior performance. It's driving it forward. The same way when you push, you put your foot on the gas pedal and you press down, that is what drives the car forward, right? So imagine understanding and believing in your value is like putting your foot on the gas pedal and woof, pushing down and making the car accelerate. That is what drives your performance. I really hope that makes sense. All right, let me play it one more time. See, it's not that our performance determines our value, but rather understanding and believing in our value will actually drive superior performance. Have a great day. Have a great day, goddammit. Have a great day. All right, my friend. Now I'm going to go back to the very beginning. We're going to play it again from start to finish. And let's see how much more you can understand. All right, let's do it. If your confidence is based on your performance, you're going to always be insecure. You'll be unsure of yourself because your next performance outcome is never guaranteed. Even Michael Jordan would occasionally miss the final shot with the game on the line, but his identity was not tied to whether or not he made that shot. And because he was secure and believed in himself apart from what he did or did not do, he could be fearless in taking that shot. Every ounce of doubt and insecurity breeds apprehension and indecision. It erodes our effectiveness and actually hinders our performance. Stop letting your do define your who. Turn that around. Get clear and comfortable with who you are and what you have to offer. Come to believe in yourself apart from what you do. See, it's not that our performance determines our value, but rather understanding and believing in our value will actually drive superior performance. Have a great day. Man, what a great message, bro. You need to play that. Man, play that shit every morning before you before you get dressed and go to work. You know what I'm saying? Use that as your morning motivation. Stop letting your do to find your who. <laughs> Stop letting your goddamn who. No. See, I'm fucking it up now. Stop letting your do define your who. And it's funny because before I saw this clip, I used to believe in the idea like you are what you do. You know what I'm saying? You are the decisions that you make. That's really what defines you. But in all, that's kind of true. That's kind of true. I guess the distinction is the results of what you do don't define you. But it is what you choose to do that defines you, right? If you choose to believe in yourself, if you choose to try again and again and again and again and again, after failure, after failure, after failure, after failure, you keep trying, you're choosing to do that. I do think that defines you. If you try and you fail, it's not the failure that defines you. It's choosing to accept that failure and stop trying. That would define you, right? It's what you do in reaction to the things that happen to you or the results of your actions. I think that's what defines you, right? It is what you do. But that doesn't invalidate that fantastic little phrase, right? Don't let your do define your who. Stop letting your do define your who. 
I guarantee by the time you turn off this podcast, you're going to be saying that shit to yourself for the next week. Stop letting your do define your who. I don't know why I'm saying it with that accent. It just, I don't know. It just comes out that way. I don't fucking know. But anyway, my friend, before we get off track yet again, I want to leave you with a few things to think about or write about or talk about. Because like I said, I think in the last episode, it's very important to remember that you can listen to this podcast and you will improve your comprehension. You will come across tons of new words and expressions because on Real English Radio, I'm exposing you to some real English. But I know that your goal is not just comprehending the language. Your goal is also speaking naturally, effectively, confidently, fluently, right? And to do that, to achieve that goal, you've got to practice. You've got to be writing in your journal about interesting things, things that really make you think, questions that you really want to answer, right? But you also have to be talking to real people, your English teacher, your language exchange partner, your dog, yourself, I don't give a shit, but you need to write and speak every day if possible. And if you're listening to this podcast, it's possible. If you have time to listen to this show, you have time to write in a journal or talk to real people. So I'm encouraging you to do it every single day. Okay. That is how you make progress. That is how you reached, not reached. That is how you reach in the present tense. That is how you reach a proficient level in any language or any skill. Okay, so here are some things that you might write about in your journal or talk about with your friends or your English teacher. The first one, performance-based confidence. Ron says that basing your confidence on your performance can lead to insecurity. Now, in the context of learning English, you may judge your progress based on how well you can engage in conversations, which can lead to feelings of inadequacy if you struggle to understand or be understood. It's important to understand that learning is a process, and occasional misunderstandings or communication difficulties are part of that process, not a measure of overall ability. So just because you had a bad interaction today or just because you couldn't express yourself exactly the way you wanted today doesn't mean that your English is trash. It doesn't mean that you are a piece of shit. It just means you had a bad day. It just didn't go the way you wanted it to this particular time. But that's fine. It's totally normal. It's part of the process, okay? It's important to remember that. Number two, consider the fear of failure. This is a big one. Now, the example of Michael Jordan shows that even highly successful individuals, people who are considered some of the greatest of all time, even they experience failure. In fact, the only way to become highly successful and one of the best is by experiencing countless failures. However, Michael Jordan's identity wasn't tied to these failures. Instead, he saw them as opportunities to learn and grow. So as an English learner, you might adopt this perspective, recognizing that struggling in a conversation does not make you a failure. It makes you a human being. So instead of being so hard on yourself, use your struggles as opportunities to learn and improve. Do not fear failure. You should be welcoming failure because that is how you learn and then improve. You cannot learn without failure. It is impossible. It is impossible. You can take that shit to the bank and cash it. You, Bro, it is impossible to learn without failing. You, if you don't make the mistake, how, do, how are you going to learn? It is impossible, okay? So don't fear failure. Don't fear mistakes. Don't fear sounding silly or saying something fucking dumb. You probably do that in your native language all the time and you don't even notice it. We all do it, bro. We all do it. 
It's part of the process. So do not fear failure, but welcome it and learn from it. How would you like to look five years younger? In a clinical study, people that had volume added with Juvederm Voluma XC in the cheeks perceived themselves as looking five years younger at six months after treatment. Look younger, feel like you. Add volume for lift and contour in the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC. Reverse signs of aging by adding volume to smooth laugh lines with Juvederm Volure XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Number three. Overcoming doubt and insecurity. Ron says that doubt and insecurity breed apprehension and indecision, hindering our effectiveness. As a learner of English, you may experience this when you hesitate to participate in conversations due to your fear of making mistakes. And I'm included in that group of people. Even today, when I'm speaking with natives in Spanish or Portuguese, I feel a little bit nervous sometimes. I kind of hesitate to jump in the conversation because I can't express myself like the natives. I might not be able to follow along like them or make myself completely understood. So ah, I'm just going to sit back and listen. But no, bro, no. You have to hear that little voice. You have to recognize that feeling, that sensation, that hesitation. And just act without thinking about it. Just fucking do it. Like Nike, baby. Just fucking do it. Just jump in there, bro. It's like, I don't know, like jumping into an ice cold swimming pool or the ocean or something like that. Some people like to dip their toes in the shallow end and, ooh, it's a little too cold. I don't know about this, right? And then they hesitate and then they just want to sit next to the pool and watch other people jump around and swim and have fun and shit. But if you just jump in that bitch... What are you, what are you going to do? You're already in the pool at that point. Sooner or later, you're going to get used to the temperature. You're going to feel comfortable. You're going to start swimming around and having fun just like everybody else. So you've got to overcome that doubt and that insecurity. You have got to take action in the face of that automatic hesitation you feel because of those doubts and insecurities. I hope that makes sense, man, because it's really, really important. You need to shift your focus away from the performance itself and toward the effort you're making and your continuous growth. This is how you reduce the feeling of insecurity. Focus on the effort you're putting into it, not the results of your efforts. The results come with time, but if you stop trying, if you stop giving it everything you got, you'll never get the results you're looking for. So just keep trying, bro. Focus on giving it all you got and let the rest take care of itself because you can't control the rest. 
The only thing you can control is what you put into it. That's the only thing you can control. So focus on that and let the results take care of themselves. Number four, redefining value. The idea of separating who you are from what you do can also be applied to learning a language. Your value is not determined by how well you speak English. Rather, it's your dedication, your resilience, and your willingness to learn that truly defines you. It is not determined by how well you speak English. Like I just said a second ago, the results and the progress and the skill comes with not only time, but consistent effort. Consistent effort. So you got to be dedicated. You got to be disciplined and you got to keep trying again and again and again. And over time, the skill will come. You won't even notice it. You'll just wake up one day and be like, God damn. I can fucking understand and speak a foreign language. What the fuck? You won't even realize it happening because it happens a little bit at a time, just a little bit every day. You get a little bit better. And that's the problem, right? Is sometimes we want to see those huge gains. We want to see huge amounts of progress in a matter of days or weeks when it just doesn't work like that, bro. It doesn't work like that. Nothing in life that's truly valuable works like that. And you know this. You know this. Sometimes we just like to forget it, though, because we want something so bad, but maybe we forgot, oh, shit, I got to work for that. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, yeah, it's, it's not, man, you get the point. You get what I'm trying to say. It's about dedication, resilience, and the effort you put in, and that's what determines your value, and that w- that's eventually what determines the results that you get. It's just you got to keep trying long enough to get those results. It's not going to happen tomorrow, right? All right, let's move on to number five, the power of self-belief. Ron concludes his video by emphasizing that understanding and believing in your own value can drive superior performance. This is especially applicable to you as an English learner. Believing in your ability to learn and improve, regardless of your current skill level, can motivate you to keep trying, which will inevitably lead to improvement over time. Like I've said four or five, six, 20 times now, right? Got to believe in yourself. And finally, number six, consider the process and not the outcome. Focusing more on the journey of learning English rather than your immediate performance can help you to reduce the pressure and make the process much more enjoyable. Even if the progress seems slow, every effort you make will bring you one step closer to the goal. So you just got to enjoy the process and never give up. Now remember, it's okay to make mistakes when learning a new language. It's totally normal. And it's okay to not understand everything right away or the first time you hear it. Just like Michael Jordan, you can find confidence not in perfect performance, but in the fact that every time you get knocked down, You get back up and you try again. Now, if you enjoy this podcast and you want to learn more effectively with every episode, then consider signing up for a monthly subscription on Patreon. Patreon is a platform that enables creators like myself to receive financial support from their audience with a monthly subscription in exchange for exclusive benefits and bonus content. So when you subscribe to my Patreon, 
you will finally understand all the advanced words and expressions you hear in every episode by using the transcript and vocabulary guide that I give you with every episode, as well as example sentences so you can really see how these words and phrases are used in multiple contexts. You'll also get access to bonus episodes available only to my beloved Patreon supporters. You'll also be able to listen to all the episodes without hearing annoying ads or somebody trying to sell you some shit. And you'll get access to all the new episodes as soon as they are finished, as opposed to waiting for maybe one or two episodes every week. So if that sounds interesting to you and you want to support my work with a couple dollars a month, then just click the link in the description of this episode and sign up. But as always, my friend, I want to thank you so much for your time and your attention. I really hope you've enjoyed this episode of Real English Radio. I'm your host, Tony Kaizen, and I'll talk to you soon. Peace.